Hey, yo, what it do, man? It's your big homie, Bobby Dollars. And again, today, I want to welcome y'all to the Bobby Dollars Show. Um, today, man, I got a, a special guest. Interesting, too. One of my first, a chef. Can you believe that? <laughs> of course, you know, man, I'm fat. I like to eat. Um, you know, also, uh, this chef here, her name is Robin Mitchell. And uh, she's also one of my clients, man. Um, you know, with my, my lawn care service, one of my sponsors here of the show, Yard Envy, Lawn Care and Landscaping. Um, <clears throat> been a client of mine for a little while, and it's pretty cool. Like, you'll find a lot of interesting people behind closed doors. And once you get to know them, man, you'd be surprised. Now I know she's a chef. I got somebody I can whip some shit together for your boy. You know what I'm saying? Whip it all together for your big homie. I ain't fat for no reason. Hey, Robin, how you doing, man? How you doing today? I am great. I am great. Uh, I was off today, so I've been relaxing a That's little. What's That's what's up. That's good, man. I like that smile. All right, so we know you from St. Louis, of course, because I'm from St. Louis, and I just said you wanted my lawn care client. So that's what's <laughs> up, man. So, like, have you, um, were you born and raised here? Yep, born and raised uh, North Side and North County, mostly the uh, North City. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, um, you know, all this COVID stuff been going on, especially here in our city. You know, they protesting. They hitting people on highways, white folks hopping out their front doors with cannons and fucking AKs. Like, it's been right. wild, it's been wild. So, so like, tell me, like, how has it been for you? Like, how you been handling the COVID situation, you know, like, if you have kids or with your kids, things like that? <clears throat> um, it's actually been um, good to me, uh, more so bad. Okay. And I say that because everything slowed down like um at the at the very beginning of the the little quarantine or whatever um i was stepping down from account manager for my job okay. uh, it was very stressful and i was just you know under i was going to do some things and so i had uh i took a week off before after i stepped down oh, i took a week off so. whatnot and so you know, the kids, they wasn't in school. They they had supposed to have been going back from their spring break, but because of the COVID, it was like, you know what, well, the spring break is extended longer. Yeah. So um, it was just like peaceful. Because a week off, I didn't have to worry about school or getting a phone call from school and work. Yeah. And everything was just slow. And like I said, that was out for me coming out of a stressful situation that it kind of helped me out a lot. Yeah, so that's, um, good. that's good. You know, yeah, my kids old and shit. I, <laughs> my yeah. kids old. I had to worry about no school and all that. I just needed me yeah, to look cut the grass and do all the house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get up and hook up yeah. the crib. That's what's up, man. But I'm, I'm glad uh, everybody being safe and, you know, taking care of the business. And, you know, kids first. Got to watch out for the family, of course. That's yeah. just how they go. So, um, of course, like I said in the intro, you are a chef. And, um... I guess like, you know, we spoke before, there's no no particulars, like no, you're not like running a whole restaurant and had a stress of the day on your back or nothing like that. Generally, when you're a chef, you're just doing what you love. So I'm thinking that means you love to cook, right? Yeah, I do. It's, uh, I would lie if I was to say it wasn't a stressful environment. Yeah. But, you know, um, it's built for certain people. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's so, so. All right, well, if that's the case, then, like, tell me about your skills, man. Like, what do you specialize in when you do, like, jump jump behind that stove? Or, or I don't know what they call it. I'm not a chef, so I don't know what that big-ass stove is called. Is it a grill? You know, like, 
So, you know, you got the range, you got the stove range with the, usually it's a flat top or griddle, you know, hooked up to it for the most part. Okay. But um, I really wouldn't say, and I, I would still say like, I'm a, I'm a baby chef or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I love to make sauces. That was one of the first things that um, I made in the kitchen, the first kitchen I worked in. Okay. Uh, this one chef, Chef Chris showed me how to make uh, Alfredo sauce from scratch. Oh, and wow. I don't know, maybe maybe that's why, but I love to make sauces. Hey, that's big though, because like when you watch a lot of the shows and stuff like that on TV, they say that like every plate gotta have a sauce. Like you can't you can't just throw it on the plate and, and not have a sauce to go with it, especially like when you plating it and making it look good. You know what I'm saying? Like my yeah. brother, my brother do some chef work and stuff too. And um I know a few chefs, you know, like I say, hey, I'm fat boy on deck, so you already know how that <laughs> but um yeah, okay, so that's pretty cool. Like you got you ever thought to like maybe create a signature sauce or something for yourself, like like a vinaigrette or something like that? I haven't, um, but I love my favorite dressing of mine is a strawberry vinaigrette and just a um like a just a regular vinaigrette vinaigrette with like a parmesan and garlic and some, you know, some fresh herbs or whatnot. Okay. Uh, a lot of people they love my my strawberry vinaigrette, so I guess you could say that's possibly a, a signature. Okay, I can never tag it as that. Yeah, because I ain't never heard of strawberry. I have heard of raspberry vinaigrette, but I've never heard of strawberry. So that hey, that's pretty cool, you know, especially if you infusing and doing things like that. So yeah. like, how long uh, did you go to school to become a chef? I went I went for a year. I went to La Cordon Bleu. Um, the regular program was nine months. I took the extended program, which is a year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, La Cordon Bleu is a, is a big name here in St. Louis. I'm sure it's probably in other states too, but um, they're a huge name. They also owned by another, um, they're owned by Vatterot, if I'm not mistaken, which is another, you know, a community college within itself for trades and things like that. I actually got a, a diploma from Vatterot for a residential electricity. So, okay. um, so I kind of, I dig what you're saying. Like those trades, man, they turn into something, they evolve into something big if you really do what you're supposed to do. You know? Most definitely. That's what's up, that's what's up. So tell me then, um, like how long have you been doing this? Uh, since 2005, uh, fresh out of high school. Yeah. My mom, she, uh, you know, the, the Renaissance Hotel by the airport? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So my mom, she was a, a accountant there for like years. And so one of her co-workers at the time spoke with the executive chef. So he reached out to me and was like, you know, I want to come up there and, you know, for the job. And the, the rest of the history was the first kitchen I was in, you know. Uh, yeah. uh, thanks to Chef Keith for giving me that try. He, uh... He actually passed away in 2006 or seven. Okay. But yeah, because of him, um, you know, I was in my first kitchen role. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Well, you got some time under your belt now. You know, 2005, so that's 10 plus. That's what's up, man. Yeah. <laughs> For real, so that mean, <laughs> that mean you actually know what you're doing. That's cool. So yeah. um, <clears throat> just like, what's what's one of like the hardest things you ever you ever cooked though? Like something that you just never could get it together. Like every time you try, you're like, man, I can't do this. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh shoot, it's been a while since I had a dish like that. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm trying to think of something. I want to say one of them was a beef Wellington. Okay. That's uh, 
Beef Wellington and what else? Believe it or not, Meatloaf was another one. Wow, Meatloaf. Yep. yep. <laughs> if you if you don't if you don't add <laughs> if you don't add enough binding agents or whatever in there, it, it it'll fall apart. If you don't add, you know, uh, you definitely need your egg and whatnot for your moisture. But you don't add enough breadcrumbs or some people even use oatmeal or whatever. You know, it's not gonna it's not gonna bind real good. And so I I remember a lot in the beginning. You know, it falling apart. And it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was that, crazy. That was embarrassing, right? That's what it was. <laughs> Oh yeah. wow, that's crazy, man! I never would have even thought nothing like that. Like my wife cooks meatloaf all the time, man. We don't even trip off of it. We just slap it together and eat, you know. Um, but I never would even thought that that would be something that could like stomp somebody. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at it like it's just a loaf of meat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, well, yeah, that's what's up. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, it's one of those <laughs> things though. It got it got layers to it, you know. But like I said, it, it was, it's funny now, but at the time it was very frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. So have you ever um, like had to or wanted to cook anything like poisonous or like some exotics or something like that? Where like you got to be a hundred percent careful when you're preparing it. You know, it's a lot of foods where like if you don't cut it a certain kind of way, especially fish and stuff like that, you don't cut it a certain kind of way, you can poison the people that's to eat it or if you don't fillet it a certain length or, or thickness you know stuff like that well i haven't i haven't had any uh dealing with anything like that um the the most complicated thing to me and i think a lot of people will say this well it's baking baking is like a whole nother world oh, wow. uh, it's like chemistry so if you <laughs> you know if you <clears throat> If you adjust something, you pretty much gotta adjust everything else, especially if it's like a leaven agent involved, like baking soda or baking powder. Um, I think this bacon is very complex, and uh, the most interesting thing I've dealt with too was molecular gastronomy. I did that in school. It's like culinary meat science, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I guess. So, yeah, I dealt with some crazy stuff with that. Yeah, you hella smart. What the hell? I don't even know what you just said. That was like 13 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's a, it's a fusion of science and culinary. That's what's yeah. up. Wow. Hey, for y'all, hey, anybody watching this and hearing that shit, hey, repeat what she told me in the comments because I ain't hearing shit. Hey, <laughs> I, I, she got to say something. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Man, but it scared me. I ain't going to lie because now I'm wondering. You know what I'm saying? What are these mixtures that she's talking about? Um, I know, what is, like, tell me about, like, um, I mean, I don't know, like, I'm, are you, have you ever had to, like, prepare a menu or something like that, and they specifically ask for stuff like non-GMOs, or, you know, just, like, you have to prepare a certain thing, especially, like, like Jewish people, where everything gotta be a kosher meal, and just, like, perfect, you know what I'm saying? Like, have you ever had to do that? Um, the closest thing to that is working in a nursing home. Oh. Um, you know, you got a lot of a lot of diets. Like I've dealt with people having uh, gluten free, yeah. um, vegetarian diets, mm. and uh, very few vegan. Mainly, mainly so uh, like vegetarian. Then you got people like I said, no gluten. You got diabetic people. You got yeah. people that's <laughs> on the um, which call it dialysis. They're considered renals. You know, it's a lot of stuff that they can't have. Yeah. So I deal with a lot of different diets like that on a daily basis. So that kind of like, like made you learn more uh, dietitian type uh, stuff too. Like actually, when you're in school, do they take you through like dietary stuff like that? No, actually, no. Um, 
learning the diets and stuff like that, that's a whole different um, coursework right there, okay, like okay, to become a dietitian. But <clears throat> working in a nursing home, you will kind of learn some of those things yeah. that comes along with it. Okay, okay, that's what's up. All right, well, um, do you do like a lot of healthy cooking, like maybe vegan recipes and stuff like that? Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to incorporate more vegan things in my lifestyle at home. Um, I, I try to buy as much as, you know, um, non-GMO organic things as possible. Okay. Uh, trying to find the right vegan cheese. Uh, I think I found one, I think it's called Viola Life. Oh, if wow. I'm mistaken, it's pretty good. But yeah, I try to, I try to cook as healthy as possible for me and my kids, you know, healthy cooking oils, all this stuff. Okay. That's what's up. I mean, well, you know, that's kind of what's important. Like. When I, when I spoke to you before, my bad, man, my phone is tripping here. But uh, like I said to you before, when we were talking, when uh, I think it was one day when I was cutting your grass, I had mentioned that, you know, I do the gardening thing as well. And um, it, that is kind of what it is, man, just about being healthy and being able to actually, I guess, consume what's important and, and less of what we don't need, you know, so yeah um, that's why i do what i do like i got lettuce and stuff growing right now tomatoes peppers okay. all, all kinds of shit growing over here this way and um that's kind of i guess that's kind of what made me want to actually do this interview too because it was like with me growing and doing what i do you a chef does it uh intrigue you to think to yourself like damn i could have my own like chef's garden and just pull from my garden and prepare my meals like that you know very seldom, but I know I'm not. Uh, I don't have that green thumb, so I'm, I'm not even going to try. I would. I would rather just go. I, you know, try to get something locally besides yeah. me growing it. Yeah, I'm not gonna have the patience. Well, that's coming soon. I'm. I'm working on that. Sometime next year after we move, you'll be able to ride. You'll come right over to my crib, come in the backyard, and you can get anything you want, man. And all you gotta do is make a small donation. You know what I'm saying? So, it's gonna be all good. Um, it's. I mean, I like that. You know what I'm saying? Just the idea of healthy living and trying to make us better as a people. Because a lot of black folks, man, don't really understand about the healthy living sequence of life and, and cooking yeah. the right way and lessening the fats and oils and all that. It's just like, I'm using the same recipe my mama did, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you and her And you, can make, some, you can make some good soul food healthy. Like, you can. I can, I, I can make some great greens mm -hmm. without using hog mog and you know yeah all yeah yeah, yeah that's what's up yeah because i don't do the chitlins and all that type of shit like wow. yeah I, I never did that yeah i stopped eating that stuff years and years and years ago that's what's up so um <clears throat> back on what i was saying though like um is there like and you mentioned that like saying cooking for your family and everything is there like any say you know them recipes you take to the grave you don't you don't share them secret family recipes like have you created anything like that to pass down to your daughter or, you know, something to your son, something like that, man, so that way they can have it with their family and keep it going generation to generation? Well, I don't have any secret recipes, but I definitely try to, uh, they, they want to cook a lot with me. Mm -hmm. So I try to have them in the kitchen with me to help out. Right. Um, my 11-year-old, he likes to make like grilled cheeses and, you know, grilled sandwiches and stuff like that, and cook I eggs and pancakes. That's so up. it's just more so just 
trying to have them in the kitchen to learn how to cook more okay. so just like passing down you know family traditions or anything and of course you know i want them to i try to pass down my healthy eating habits and cooking habits to them okay okay have you uh like uh went off try to venture off into maybe doing a youtube channel or something where you cooking with the kids or something like that you know no but they they always talk about youtube videos and trying to make all yeah. these videos that's yeah. uh that's that's the thing now <laughs> hey, real I, I talk, have, real I have talk. thought about doing you know uh videos but not for culinary not for okay. culinary okay that's what's up yeah hey, you gotta have a hobby shit <laughs> you know you can't work all the time that's what's up so uh, let me see i wanted to ask you too let's see uh have you ever now you know what we'll skip that part well yeah yeah you know what I always thought about with my brother because he, um, like I said, he do the chef work too. I always thought about with him like one day trying to create like a little TV show, man, like Hell's Kitchen or Chopped or something like that. <laughs> Would you ever think about participating in something like that if they had something like that here in the city? No, I wouldn't. I Why? Wouldn't. <laughs> Why not? You scared you'll lose? No, and, and see, that this is the thing, like, when you when you asked me to do this podcast, I was like, you know what, I am because I am I am naturally you know a chef of trade. I love to cook. Yeah. But recently, I went back to school for psychology, and oh, that okay. is my main focus right now. Like when I say like the fire and the passion, like I've always been very interested in psychology and cooking. Yeah. But I didn't pursue that that psychology career because I feel like you know at the time I wasn't smart enough. You know, oh, so okay. I just went down the cooking route. Okay. But yeah, I'm I'm not like I love to cook, but that passion, like I felt that missing throughout the years. I just really didn't know what it was. Yeah. So you know, stuff like that is fun to watch, but right. for as me myself being in it, it was like. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny you say that because I actually just did a quote and talked to some people on Twitter and posted on Instagram, I think it was yesterday, saying, you know, it's time for us black folks in general, man, to reinvent and re-educate ourselves, man, and keep our children at home and homeschool them. They need our knowledge. They need they need to understand life through our perspective and our eyes, not through the eyes of somebody else that's not living in the same neighborhoods and areas and yeah. dealing with the same, you know, poverty and issues every day. Like your mama is stressed the hell out when you go to school today, but the teacher is happy and, you know, hey, let's learn about this, that, and the other, and your whole <laughs> mood changed, but then when you go back home, mama's still dealing with what she's dealing with, and you don't even understand. You just was at work, I mean, at school, all happy, and, and yeah. get to that shit, like, nah, man. like sometimes. And see, that's, that's one of the things right there that I'm going to be speaking about a lot in my upcoming career is about just, um, helping the black households yeah, because it's like uh you know at the beginning of this year you know uh god has shown me a lot about myself i've matured and grown a lot my eyes have yeah. been open to a lot of gen generation curses that me and my sisters are now having to break you that's know oh man that and, yeah that, that's one of the things like like you said the whole mom she she's struggling going through what she's going through and you putting that off on a kid destroying their kids light and their happiness yeah. and that stuff it, it, if it keeps going it's gonna carry over then next you gonna have a, a mean a kid who mean all the time yep. snapping on edge for no reason you know that's that's it man hey that's, that's 100 right there and i can't um i definitely can't argue with the truth you know the fact is it's just 
you know, we really need to re-educate ourselves as people, man, because we fell into this this trap of watching TV and being on them cell phones. And, you know, every time you turn that phone on, man, it steals a, a brain cell and it addicts you. It's like a heroin or like, a, you know, like just smoking chronic and all of that shit. Like, yeah. it, you get addicted. <laughs> every time that light come on, it consumes you and it, it makes you want to see it again and see more and be more mm-hmm. into it. And, shit before you know it your whole life in that phone so i get what you're that's, saying hey, that's why I'm, I'm glad i'm back in school too because school's been keeping me busy like yeah that's what's up keeping me busy. i didn't know that robin i'm proud of you girl that's how hey you gotta handle your business man live your life the way you're supposed to you know not the way they tell you to so i ain't i ain't mad at you that's what's up you know that's what's yeah. up yeah, so oh well I tell you what then speaking we can we can we can make this left turn then. I tell you what, <laughs> tell me a real short story of an experience or like maybe a moment of clarity that made you who you are right now. Hmm. It gets it gets kind of deep. Um I, I I didn't know I was dealing with um like what's the word repressed thoughts and memories okay. of something that happened when I was very young yeah. by somebody who was very uh, close to me yeah and so uh, it's just and and another thing you know I was I was asking God to just you know make me a better person all the way around and yeah. I was dealing with very bad uh, anxiety okay and. I, and depression. I didn't know that the depression was, you know, they're real until I woke up. Yeah. But um, you know, the Lord started to uh, you know, show some things in me and you know, it's just I just been my I just evolved for oh, since the beginning of this year pretty much. Like I'm I'm literally not the same person I was, hey, you know, that, December thirty first. That's beautiful, man. I like real talk. Hey, that shit is beautiful. Like it's one of those coming of age stories and when I always felt like when you had those repressed memories, when you when you try to push something into the back of your mind, but it can never go, that's just God trying to make you fight through that. Like bring it forward, get it out, get it off your chest. Don't don't use it as a crutch or an excuse. Don't play the victim. Just deal with it, get rid of it, and then move mm-hmm. forward. Like you say, you evolving right now, man. So any and everything in your past that's hindering your future, you have to let go. So. Once it's all said and done, your past yep. made you who you are, man, and you just got to keep walking forward. Like that's the way life moves. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say, man, I'm proud of you, man. Hey, every step you take forward is a step that them kids is watching too. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. Hey, that's that's love right there. You can't beat that. Real talk, like that. That's love right there for real, man. Yeah, so I'm I'm glad you came through though. <laughs> Me too. It'd be hard, man. It'd be hard, but sometimes you know you gotta fight. And when you get when you get through, you know you can come out unscathed, or you you might have a few war wounds, man. But that's how it works. You know what I'm saying? That's how it works. It's been it's been a it's comfortable, but for the, you know for the best. So mm-hmm. it's been it's been a very interesting year. That's what's <laughs> up, man. Hey. 2020, man, you know, the Chinese call it the year of death and um, the pagans and all of them, they they say it's the year of uh, the coming, the coming of age year, you know, pagans and shit is them devils and all that, man. And and that's all we've been seeing this entire year is tragedy and hurt and oh my God, man, like, I don't, some days, you know, it make you wonder, like, how do you move forward? You know what I'm saying? Because 
you just think like, damn, if I go outside, I'm gonna get COVID. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I go yeah. to the club, shake my ass 15 minutes, come home and get <laughs> shot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, like it, ain't, it ain't nothing I can do. Like, I'm not winning here. So it's like, shit, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. So yeah, man, yeah. you know, that moment of clarity, you would have absolutely uh, be surprised. It, it, it make you feel like a whole nother person, man. It, it brings you mm-hmm. back to where you started from. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. So yeah. what's next for you in your world? Like what what do your what do your future hold? Like are you gonna try to build some kind of like foundation or something for the community or are you gonna like how how, how you wanna move with this this situation? Um, I don't I don't know like far as any foundations. I mean I definitely could see that happening. Mm-hmm. But um Right now, I'm just trying to finish up school, get my bachelor's in psychology and sociology, and uh, just go from there, try to get a job in the mental health field. Um, I I definitely want to target kids and, you know, our people as well. I'm down to help anybody, but our people, we really need uh, a rude awakening. You know, uh, they they need to hear the truth. Yeah, I so, you know, just, man, you ain't like. I just want to help out as as much as I can, like. Yeah, that's what's up. I mean, hey, if it's in your heart, man, follow it. That's that's like, that's the that's the whole reason of it all. Just whatever it is that you feel comfortable with, and you feel like it's gonna make you feel like the person you want to be, or it's gonna help you become the person you're trying to become. Do it. As long as you ain't hurting nobody, handle your business, you know? But that's what's up, man. So lastly, um, I guess the last thing I want to say is um, some of my listeners might actually want to rap with you, you know what I'm saying? They might want to find some of your recipes or talk to you about some cooking, anything like that. Or maybe if some of my listeners might be on the same field that you're in right now with, you know, psychology and different types of uh, forms of um you know, helping people with mental illness and things like that. So, hey, won't you go ahead and like tell them like a Twitter handle or maybe a YouTube channel or anything social media so they can follow? Well, I got IG and Facebook for now. Okay. Um, <laughs> so That's what's up. That's what's up. For for um for both, you know, it's just under my name, Robin with a Y, Robin Mitchell, and okay. you know that you can find me that way. Um okay. and. What you're doing now, the whole, you know, podcast and all this stuff, that has been something that I've been thinking about trying to get started because I feel like I got a lot I want to say and that I need to say. Yeah, yeah. And so I would like, you know, if anybody just want to inbox me and just to express how they're feeling and, you know, just need somebody to listen without judging them, like, you know. That's I'm there for it, you know. Yeah. Hey, that's love right there. And that's what I'll be on too, to be absolutely honest with you. And a lot of people don't really think or don't know that it's people out here like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I might say that on Twitter every now and again, like, man, if if, if it's something on your mind, just DM me. I got great advice. I don't judge people like I done done way too much in my life to be judging some damn body. So it's like, <laughs> hey man, if you need somebody to talk to, rap with me, you know, it's it's nothing. And I'm glad to hear that, man, because sometimes I be thinking like I'm the only one in this society right now that actually still has compassion for people. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's it's very uh, disheartening feeling like that. Cause I, and and I've been and I've been putting um, dealing with that a lot lately too. Is just you know um, keep being myself, just being nice and being happy. You know, uh, don't let anybody dim out their light. You yeah, know because. Yeah. 
you know, me being that light, I could I could change their, you know, perspective or whatever. Instead of just, you know, getting back mean and bitter with them and, you know, yeah, holding grudges and all that stuff. That's, that's gonna fuel the fire, you know. Yeah, it really will. And it ain't gonna it ain't gonna make no changes, no it ain't gonna help you, it ain't gonna make nothing no better. It's just more stress more drama yep. that's all it is like hiding from the truth like a little coward or some sort that's all <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> hey but you know hey robin i want to thank you for coming on the show today and hollering at me man hey that was a turn of events i ain't know about the whole <laughs> thing like damn <laughs> I'm like wow hey i'm talking about chefs sitting here like damn that's what we are today. <laughs> hey but i do appreciate you stopping through man my listeners my followers everybody that checked me out man they appreciate you you too and um be safe man hug the kids i i'll be over there that, that, this week i gotta uh hit your yard you hear me <laughs> okay I, I had two young guys pull up today when i got back guess where i got back from where the grocery store oh lord <laughs> <laughs> they was trying to take my job man they was trying you know to, i was oh. getting back from the store and they were sitting there one was knocking on the door the other was waiting for the you know lawnmower I was like, yeah, my um, guy, he's actually going to be out, I think, tomorrow. So, you know, thanks anyway. That's crazy. <laughs> See, that's what's up, man. That's why I'm trying to make sure that I can go ahead and finish up the little details I need to, and then I can hire them little guys, you know what I'm saying, and, and put them on some little assignments and stuff. Like, I don't mind doing that for people in the community, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, yeah. they definitely be out over here. It's a lot of young guys that be out over here trying to make money, cut grass. Yeah, I love the grind, man. I, I can't knock them. I love the grind. That's what's up. Don't be giving my money away, though, Robin. It's going to be me and you. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's it love, might be man. cheaper, but it ain't going to be the quality, y'all. Right. You hear me? It ain't going to look nothing like what I... <laughs> hey, that's I, what's I, up, I'm done with having little random people cutting my grass. Yeah, good, man. <laughs> I'm here forever. Until I die, I'm, I'm doing what I do. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up, man. Hey, that's what's up. Hey, and I appreciate your time again. Hey, it's been real. It's the big homie, man. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, Hey, put your mask on, man. Wash your hands. Wash your ass, too. Do, do your thing. You hear me? Hey, it's the Bobby Dollar Show.